Yo, Chuck, run a power move on him. May I say something to you to give you a true knowledge of yourself and life so that the same glory and success attained by other men who understand themselves may be yours? Man in the full knowledge of himself is a superb and supreme creature of creation. When man becomes possessor of the knowledge of himself, he becomes master of his environment, the captain of his own ship, the director of his own destiny, the accomplisher of his own ends. Peace. 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 We are the Brooklyn Combine and we're at the Brooklyn Combine. Uh, roll call. Keith White. Rudy. Jazz. <laughs> Felipe. Kenneth. Uh, Jamal Montgomery, man. We missed a week, right? Uh, we missed we, we, we recorded. We recorded uh, with. Raising Rebels. They didn't put that out, right? Uh, I don't know. I didn't know. Um, Me either. I didn't, didn't send it. It. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't get to send us a link. Or What's up, man? What's up? You know, everybody seemed somber, man. You guys seem really upset. No, we serious. Donald Trump is going to get impeached. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that, that's what we're going to He's not getting impeached. No, they're going to have the process whether or not he gets removed from office. I mean, Bill Clinton was another, impeached, right? Yeah, it's whether you get removed from office. Oh, do we want to start with that? What are we going to start with? Yeah, I don't think Fuck that shit. We'll talk about that shit later. Yeah, I mean, we should probably talk about more important shit like the... Um, yeah, let me tell you, you something. <laughs> if cats <laughs> murk me and any of y'all hug the person who murk me, I'm haunting the shit out of y'all for the rest of your lives. <laughs> I'm gonna bad. make y'all life hell, like hell. Well, no, nah, I can't say hell because you know is... that's falling into Christ Christianity talk. But I'm I'm gonna make things difficult for y'all, man. What what y'all what y'all feel about that, man? Uh, I gotta agree with you on that one. Uh, you know. Yeah, don't hug my killing enemy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, you just killed my brother. Yeah. Come here, let me hug you and caress you. Nah, it's, but it's it's I'm so confused. Look, look, I'll tell you I from this death penalty work that I participate in, this called victim impact statements. And there have been situations where um the family you reach out to the family, uh, in all death penalty cases to see whether or not they would be open to life as opposed to death as punishment. So I, I understand that concept. You know what I'm saying? I get that. But what was troubling for me was that whole optics of it and the conversation around it. It's funny how we live in multiple Americas. White America is all forgiving. How they forgive. They forgive. Mentally. Yeah, the childlike, you know, childlike black people forgive once again. Christian, they're going to get into heaven for forgiving. And then you have a portion of black people who really are on this forgiving thing. And then you have a, a bunch of black people who ain't with it. But somehow that coverage, you know, it doesn't get extended in America about what, what, what's the underlying reason why some of us are not with the forgiveness. I mean, I just think that, listen, man, you, you got this barbaric woman running into um, 
an apartment that's not hers and killing an innocent black guy and not doing I'm about to say not, like, not, not issuing not helping him CPR jumping right. on a text but not even that with, not with even a man whatever guy it's just like yo what but, but, where is that cool? But the problem is, for me, is that, you know, that you have this, this set of facts. She doesn't plead guilty. She actually pleads not guilty and takes it to trial. Mm-hmm. And after, after wasting the court's time trying to, trying to plead not guilty, she's, um, you know, she's found guilty. She's sentenced to 10 years. And, and they, have this big, they have this big emotional moment where everybody, the court officer, is, is rubbing and caressing her here. The victim's brother is hugging her, caressing her back. The judge is coming to give her like all of this emotional support, and I just feel like, you know, how many times? I mean, you in court every day, right? Like, yeah. how many times you see? How many? How many times you see that level of empathy? That never, it never happens. Um, but I'll say this: Listen, I'm not mad at anyone getting their day in court. Like, I don't, I don't think it was a waste of time. That, look, she said, you know, look, every day we deal with defendants who proclaim their innocence. The, the law isn't black and white. It's much more gray. I get that. I get that. However, the narrative of what, what usually happens in the American legal system is when you do exercise your right to go to trial and exercise your rights, your constitutional rights, you, there usually is a price to pay for the conviction. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's a price to pay. Um, and that price goes into the sentencing and that's what I'm talking about. Judges are coming down on you after sentencing. Jurors are coming down at you, on you after sentencing. So you had a lady who's going to do, who, had, who was convicted of intentional murder, who's going to do five years and be eligible for parole. There are people who got caught scamming who are going to do more time than that. There's people who are convicted of nonviolent crimes who the are going to do less time than that. The woman who fired the warning shot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She got twenty years. Twenty years. So, so that that's one thing. But you know, let's let's be honest here. We're talking about white woman's tears. Now, white women have always been in close proximity to white supremacy, um, and, and by white males. Yeah. Now, this woman was, she. You know, they proved their case really, really well. I thought the prosecutor, from the little bits that I saw, I thought they did a, a good job, a really, really good job. But to have Look, we go to court every day. I'm in federal and state court. Yo, I, yo, I can't imagine under any circumstances any of the federal marshals or court officers that I see in state court and the federal marshals in federal court ever. Yo, my man, come here. Let me just fix your part real quick, man. Tighten you up. Let me tighten you. Let me brush your hair. Yo, what you do, rag at homie? Let me. Uh, let me let adjust your collar. Yeah, yo, let me fix your. Now look. I, I know some humans who be like, yo, my man, you know, boom, do that. Yeah, 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 but they not they're not rubbing your caressing, combing combing their fingers through your hair. Here's why. Did they work together? No, maybe I don't know, but maybe, that's a, but here, regardless, at that point in time, she's a defendant. She's not really working, and that's a security issue. Mm. You don't do that for security issues, and you damn sure don't do that in open court. And but then, the brother hugging. Look, that young man, I don't know his politics. I don't know his understanding of history. But that was just really, for me, it was, it was something on some Stockholm Syndrome vibe. Like, and I think it, it goes to, you know, a lot of black people, we talk a lot of good game, but we fear whiteness. We fear white people. Um, that 
is a way of dealing with fear of white people. It's what the Germans did, uh, the Nazis did to the to to the Jews. It's what was done to us through slavery. It's what what Dr. Joyce DeGruy talks about. What Francis Welsing talks about. What all these people who've studied this talked about, but who live it. That was fear, and and we don't we don't like to think that we're fearful of white people, but we are. You don't you don't think that's the good Christian way? Though? I think a part of that is fear, though. Think yeah. about Christianity. Christianity. It's about fear. Yeah, I, 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 this, I, I think I think I think it's yeah, I think it's sure. more. I think it's also about. I think it's also about wanting to be accepted and seen as non-threatening. Look, we're good people. We deserve better. And I think, and I think that that that's, that shit is played out, bro. Like, like I'm not, I'm not sitting, I'm not fitting to be sitting here trying to convince white people that I'm peaceful, that I'm okay. Like, you know, like, and not at the expense of my brother. I'm not like that. That shit is whack. But like the idea, look, the idea that somebody, I don't care what her job is. I don't care if she's a cop. I don't care if she is a prosecutor. I don't care what her job title is. She came up into my house, right? She came up into my house and shot me, point blank. What if she was like that's that's it? Who cares? No, no. The point I'm trying to make is they waited three days or two days, whatever, to pick her up. So she had all this because she got the privilege. But but listen, here's the thing: police officers, the law, the judge will read you read the instructions to a jury that you should not treat a police officer differently. But we already know the narrative in America that police officers are treated differently, particularly white police officers, because we know the history of police officers in America. The history of police officers in America is to get the motherfucking slaves in line. That you know, let's let's study the Slave Act and 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 all these slave militias. Fugitive Slave Act, like all we know the history of law enforcement in this country. We, we also know, know the history of black people in this in country, country. That's what I'm saying. And that's the other so, side so, of it. So you know, she coin. got the benefit of the doubt when she mm-hmm. shouldn't. But let's you know the religion thing. I think is important because you're talking about the entry into Africa in in the in the 18th and 19th century, and even before before all that, 17th and even a little bit earlier. You're talking about Arabic. Uh, in, in Muslim intrusion into Africa and you're talking about Christianity in Africa they were tools to oppress unfortunately you know and I think we still live under those those conditions of oppression and 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 we got we got to be frank like religion has been a tool to suppress black oppress black people here and so him hugging and saying Christian I love you and it's not just picking on Christianity it's all the two major religions that help destroy black, um, any form of black culture and indigenous culture or, or um, you know, I, I guess I won't say um, nationalism because I don't know if we were you can ever say there was, you know, Africa was a continent with many different dialects and stuff. But religion has been been used to oppress. So when you have that and then you have racism and then you have fear. You know, it, it all combined. And this young man, he may look back on this some years from now or months because now it's all in his face. Every time he turns on his phone, he's seeing people weigh in on what they think he did. But what was more egregious to me than him the judge. Um, was the judge. Because for him, it for him, it was symbolic of letting white supremacy off the hook. This, this was a lady who was talking about fuck Martin Luther King in her Pine Interest post. 
Like she was saying all kinds of wild she stuff. She was buying a dog. Yeah, and like the ladies like the dog may be racist, and she's like, so okay. am I. Yeah, and all this came out in the trial, by the way. You know, um, this all came out. It's called Pinterest. Pinterest? Pinterest? <laughs> What's that? It's, it's the one that don't stop, right? You nah, Pinterest show? is, yeah, Pinterest is it's not, it's not Tumblr. It's no. like, it's uh, almost like a Tumblr, but Pinterest right. is actually more wholesome. Than Tumblr? Than all, uh, all of them? Reddit? Oh, they got a bad Pinterest too now? I was like, yeah. damn. Yeah. No, I mean, the, like, that's the awesome jazz. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Pinterest is the final frontier. But, you know, See, I, I get that. Like his was symbolic of letting white. It's always never the focus is never on white supremacy. White supremacy is very Wait, diabolical and pur- purposive. It goes on the focus of all oh, they're forgiving. It's not like his parents. Though. His parents saying he wore Ralph Lauren sweaters and drove the speed limit. It's what like, does that mean? But it goes to show how they raised their The idea, the idea, the idea is look, idea we did all the right things. things. We, we belong here. Yeah. But the judge to me. Which you know, listen. She didn't have to do anything but say ten years. Ago. Look, like I, I, you know, we we know what goes on behind the scene politics with judges. You know, me, me and Keith she's endorsed really, by the she endorsed by the, by the, the Dallas, Dallas, Dallas Police Dallas Department and, and like, like a lot of other judges. But there's a certain air of decorum and um, like I've never seen a judge in all my years, and I've de- I've dealt with. Hundreds of cases, maybe thousands at this point in my life, in 22 years of practicing. I have never, I've seen a judge congratulate someone who got, got off of drugs, who got, stayed out of trouble. I've seen the judge have the courtroom clap for someone who's done that in, the, in, these, in these treatment, drug treatment courts. I've seen a judge acknowledge the, the gravity of someone's life, but be stuck with, yo, I got to give you life. I got to give you 20. I got to give you 30. I've never ever seen a judge get off the bench and hug someone who's been convicted and certainly not somebody convicted of murder. Like I've never seen that before. And that to me was really interesting to watch. How many years have you been practicing law? Since 1997. Mm. How many years is that? A lot. <laughs> <It's fucking laughs> 22 years. 22 years. So, I mean, that's... That's a long time. It's a long time. I've never seen that happen, son. Ever. It ain't eternity. I mean... It ain't. So what? It's not nah, 22 nah, that's, years. Nah, nah, nah. That's straight out weird. That's a... That's, federal, that's, that's, that's weird. Like, federal there, state there was, state there was no reason... There, there was no reason to come off the bench and give her a hug Probably. because she was crying. Because I tell you this. Defendants, Bible, defendants get defendants are found guilty and get sentenced and get shipped out every day, day every day yeah. without a judge coming off the bench and giving them a hug because you know whatever. I think that um, you know I, I, I you know I, I just feel like the idea of um, not holding that these moments accountable. It's one thing to say okay, well you're gonna do ten years, she'll be eligible for parole in five, probably get employed by some white nationalist, right? So she's fine. Right, because she's here, but the idea of holding that moment accountable—that's that's a real opportunity there. That's a real opportunity for Black people to say, "Nah, we not we not tolerating this shit, not on our watch." But you know, it goes back to you know our our decisions to to play ball and to seek value in a system that doesn't value and, and us. And this is and this is my challenge to people. You always hear people who want to play this cliche thing again. Seat at the table. That judge got a seat at the table. Mm-hmm. Right? 
So we got all it. Yo, we need more black judges. Okay. So you get black judges and you get the black judge who hugs the, the racist, convicted murderer. I wonder what you know, that judge is, does to the, the, to the young 17-year-old kid who gets for the first time. You know, when people say stuff like that, you know, the simple line is not every skin folk is kin folk. And, yeah. and that's yeah, really sure it. right about that shit. Just having a black judge ain't enough. Mm-hmm. We got tons of black celebrities. What's that mean? We have tons of black police officers. What's that mean? Clarence even Thomas though, is... Even though there's is, no such thing <laughs> as a black police officer, but that's a different discussion. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. All right, so let's talk about that when we come back. Did you hear what they said? Did you hear what they said? They said another brother's dead. They said he's dead, but he can't be buried. They said he's dead. But he can't be buried Come on, come on, come on, come on This can't be real Did you hear what they said? Did you what they said Did you hear what they said They said they shot him In his head Shot in the head To save his country Shot in the head To save his country Did you hear what they said? Listen, man. All right, so so wait, what would you just say? That really? lady should have shot a dog. I don't she know. I know officers who happen to be black. Yeah. There's no you such thing as a black police officer. Huh? Yeah, say it again. I know officers who happen to be black, but there's really no such thing as a black police oh, officer. Oh, no. Nah, when she, no, it's not. 
What about a uh, correction officer? Or a black judge for the most part. They happen to be black skin, but so there's even no such like thing. Well, look, I think I think the correction officer. You also got to go to the culture of the bureaucracy where you're at. I think in New York, the court officers, the the correction corrections officers haven't always uh, been predominantly of color in New York. At a time, they were mostly white. Early in the seventies, eighties, and then it, it's transitioned, and I think it's coming back to mostly white. I think it's a different culture that exists amongst uh, corrections officers, and there's a different uh, culture that exists amongst court officers in pr- each particular county, and then there's a there's a uh, NYPD though is the blood is blue, mm-hmm. it ain't black, uh, it's blue, which is informed by whiteness from mm-hmm. and it's informed by Irish whiteness yeah. at the top. Like the guys who control NYPD in New York are all old school second third generation Irishmen. This shit might as well be. Gangs in New York time. Five you know. points. Yeah, it is. That's the, And they still believe. Listen, and we keep saying this. How do you move up in the criminal justice world, whether you're a lawyer on the prosecution side, a judge, or a cop? Is or you got to be trying to become president. Yeah, you got you to gotta lock black people up and, and be hard on black people. So this whole thing is a weird thing that happened. Um, but you're right, Rudy. Like, you know... The seat at the table thing is, is, is nonsense, man. We've been sitting at all kinds of tables. That's a cliche that doesn't exist. And that, and that cliche is also out of fear. It's a fear, and it's a, it's a running away from the fact that you have to change your condition. So it's, it's much easier to rely on It's lazy. It's yeah. it's like, and you may not know what life exists like not messing with white people. Well, I, I think that and it's in, a, in, a, in a different context, I don't, I don't know if seat at the table is appropriate for this situation, um, but I do think that there are situations where we see white people benefiting from the work of our ancestors. And that table is a table where we should have representation. And that table is a table where we should demand our space. Well, that's American society. Now, here's, here's, the question. here's the question. Speaking of New York situation, when a car girlie was killed and the cop was found guilty or whatever or... Uh, Remember, he was given a lesser sentence. Who? Akai Gurley's killer. Akai yeah, yeah. Well, killer. what happened was... Um, His community stood up and... F- well, what happened was the DA's office actually put in a letter... Recommending... Recommending a non-jail disposition. Now, how did that happen? Did, that's the discretion. That's why our district attorney... The rumor the was that the... The Asian community stepped in and. No, I, I, listen, I don't, I don't, think, think, I, I don't think it had anything to do with that. I, I think it was the I think the district attorney's office made a decision that they didn't think this required jail time. I mean, I mean, the I spoke that the innocent person was killed because the person was scared and yeah, had no business being an officer to begin with. Well, that that's but that's you making a lot of assumptions though in the sense that at the end of the day he was convicted of certain crimes and those crimes that he was convicted of they were. Not as serious enough that required jail time. There was no. It was yeah. It wasn't no intent. It wasn't like it said. This you can't. There has to be a scale. I don't agree I was, with that. He was. I, I'm glad he he uh, he was convicted. But there's a scale. Clearly, there's a difference between a guy in the Amadou Diallo situation and the Kai Gurley situation. There's I, a difference I, between the Eric Garner situation. I, I do Kai believe Gurley that. Situation. I believe that he should have gone to jail. Yeah, and I of and I, I I believe that the idea is that. 
when you have that much responsibility or authority, when you have that much authority, then you have, should have that much more responsibility. And I think that and you should be held to that, a higher that, scale. That when when we when we That's operate slippery slope. Well, let me let, let, me, let me finish. So I think that when we operate under that under that premise, right, then there's no excuse for for um for that cop not to go to jail because he killed somebody that 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 didn't that didn't ask for it. And so I think the specific responsibility of of not sending him to jail was Ken Thompson's, right? Ken Thompson. I had a conversation with him about that. I said, you know, um, why, you know, what prompted you to do that? He said, I just didn't believe that it was the right thing to do to send him. I thought it was the right thing to do to give him a conviction and make sure he never works in that capacity again. But I don't think that he deserved to go to jail. That was his response. And that was that was in that was a non-political like decision that he made, even though he that knew still it has political gonna, consequences. This still has political implications. But here's the thing where you got to be careful about saying what you guys both said about he's a police officer and he should be held to a higher standard. The problem with that is that the law is totally against that. You try any case in this in these courtrooms, mm-hmm. you're going to hear an instruction from the judge that you're not to treat a police officer any differently. So if you're now saying they should be held to a higher standard, then obviously there's going to have to be some conversation where... Why should they be held to a higher standard? And how do you hold them to a higher standard under all particular circumstances? And does that translate into, well, if they do have this higher standard, then maybe I should give them the benefit of the doubt because of the public service that they're providing. Well, you I gotta, have, like you got to be careful with that. But here's the thing. With, here's the thing. When you give someone a gun and a license to have that gun, there's a higher expectation that they are qualified to carry that gun and to carry out the responsibilities of what it means to have a projectile and the use of that projectile. So when you, when, when, as a society, when we give people license, we give people license with the expectation that they're going to be responsible with that license. When you're not responsible with that license, there's ramifications depending on the how egregious the effects are of using that license. So when I think of a police officer having a license, a peace officer status, and basically carte blanche right around the city that comes with an increased responsibility when you breach that responsibility it comes with increased consequences depending on depending on um the consequences of your actions so when somebody when you kill somebody with that license there's 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 an increased responsibility to that as opposed to you know no there should be that's the problem. It right. should be. Mm-hmm. Like police officers have been killing black people since black people became a part of American society with impunity. Mm-hmm. They've been doing it with no accountability. We, we, we don't even have enough time to list all the black people who have been killed by police or mm-hmm. at the behest of police, whether by mistake or intentionally. Regardless of race. Yeah. But the problem is... The, the problem is, is that this society, this structure, this system that we all exist under is resistant to ever holding the police accountable for those crimes, those murders, those deaths. And why? Because who are the police? The police are there to lock the scary black people up and for social control. 
So if you start putting them under the system, if the system holds them accountable in the way we would like to, to them to be held accountable, then this system doesn't exist anymore. So if we're talking about changing the paradigm, we're going to have to go behind closed doors and develop our own systems of culture and how we move and things that we do. And we're not willing to do that yet because we still want the system to just ease up off of us a bit or do right by us. Or move on to somebody else. Yeah. And <laughs> so, so, you know, that, that's the problem. The problem is people have to choose to live a certain way. It's almost like this whole Trump impeachment thing. People all excited about it. Like, I'm not excited about it because any leader of American empire I have a problem with. I don't, I don't really care. Um, some are more egregious than others. Some are more smarter than others. Some are more dull, dumb, dumber than others. But the thing is, we have to change this system and our interaction with it. And we're not having those conversations. These conversations always end up in some pop culture water cooler shit. Yo, the hug. Did you see that? Or, yo, you see what that judge did? No, I, you know, we get, we get that. We're, we're the conversations that say, you know what? We're going to make it where that shit don't happen no more. Like, it'll be such a price to pay that you ain't never going to put your hands on or want to put your hands or you ain't going to want to ever make a mistake. Matter of fact, you ain't going to want to become a cop and patrol those neighborhoods anymore because you can't get in those neighborhoods anymore. Those neighborhoods don't work like that anymore. And we're not having those conversations. And that has nothing to do with money. That has nothing to do with, yo, we got to get a seat at the table. That has to do with a commitment that to community, to, 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 to community, to, to, to self, to them beautiful black kids, they ain't never going to be under this, this pressure again by y'all ever again. And we ain't, we ain't there yet. Nope. I ain't saying we won't never get there, but we're not there. As for now, no. Everybody want in. You want in. You or you're afraid. Yeah. I mean, but, fear. Back to fear. I mean, but speaking of Trump, Trump is my guy. Oh, boy. You guys, chill, guys, chill, chill, you guys keep disrespecting no, disrespecting the greatest president that ever. America has ever, ever seen. Man. And I'm just, I just feel like, I don't know, it's like weighing on me a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> chill, I, feel chill, like, I feel like I need, to, de I need to, to defend my guy. Yeah, listen. Oh, so I, that's like, why you got the new car. Really? You know what, what new car? Oh, you're trying to hide in the streets, son. And that fur coat you Yo. got, Big Key. Oh. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, nah but seriously, nah, nah. Well, on, some, on some real shit, though. Yeah, Donald Trump is like really out here making moves, guys. <laughs> he is. Seriously. He making moves. Seriously. Did you see? I, you know, I got a, I got an alert on my phone the other day, and I almost cried because it was so dope. Like, um, it was an alert that, you know, that what he was trying to do, but, you know, freaking Congress wouldn't let him. He was trying to... um establish a protocol where immigrants that were trying to get across the border, they could be shot from the <laughs> legs down. And, you know, miss? I just felt like, I just felt like, yo, that's brilliant. This what way. What if you hit a baby? Hmm? What if you hit a knee-high baby? Well, but you, well, if you would hit, have to hit the baby below the, below the legs, right? <laughs> like, we're talking about what really, we're talking about him? really like progressive levels of humanity we're, yeah. we're experiencing here in, in, in yeah. America. And it just look, feels look, look, like, look. yo, I love this shit. I ain't even gonna lie to y'all. Every day, I laugh out loud that a bunch of ignorant, anti-progressive, anti-intellectual, devolving Americans put someone of his ilk 
in the presidency. I love that shit. Right, I so love yo. it. All right, so yo. I love it. And here's the... All right, so let me stop joking. Like everybody... I mean, everybody hates Trump, right? If you don't... I love it. If you don't, you should at least hate his ideology. But, but check it out. That's been the history of America... From day one. Ig- ig- ignorant, buffoonish, old below, white... As you say, below average. Below average white men have been running this place since the beginning. Day one. I, so, I was listening to... I'm not. I'm not trying to advertise another podcast, but this revisionist history shit. Yeah, it's crazy. So, um, his 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 take um his take on the Boston Tea Party was crazy. They looked up the insurance records, right, Mm -hmm. of the ships, and what they figured out is that the Boston Tea Party was not a revolt against the taxes. The Boston Tea Party was uh, a beef between different tea smugglers. So John Hancock and the so-called Patriots, right? They were smuggling tea from China through Amsterdam into the colonies. Brits found out about it, so they lowered the 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 the, um, the, price, of the price of tea. So when they found out they lowered the price of the legal tea, they went and they dumped it all into the Boston Harbor. And that that's makes, the that's, that's the, sound, that makes way more sense. <laughs> right. than yeah, so patriotic. That's the Boston. That's the Boston Tea Party. So so the this country. This country was founded by a bunch of drug smugglers. Definitely <laughs> by a bunch of crooks. Crooks, violent um, people. The, people that probably spoke like Trump. Spoke. And even and even and you know what you know what's funny about white America or America, which means to be white, is the history. Like, most Americans don't even know their history in the sense that, you know, I'm Italian, I'm German, I'm this. Yo, when you really study European history and whiteness, yo, that, that, that race thing didn't start coming about until much, much later. Mm-hmm. Like, they were defining themselves more by territory than anything else. Yep. Like, you know, even the English language is, is, is what? French and, and German, a combination of or something like that? Like, yeah, because you have the Norman invasion. The, yeah, like, like, so it's like, it's such a false concept. And they've been given the biggest pass to continue it and no one questions it. And when the you, truth hurts. Yes, and when you question it, and this is why blackness has to be oppressed in this country is because we've always been the biggest threat to whiteness. We've always been that. Globally, not just even here, in the Caribbean, Africa, um, South America, Central America, Americas. Like, we've always been the, the object that has shown the hypocrisy of whiteness and the inhumanity of whiteness. Because... How do you know what is their thing? What their thing is always about when you study European history, you know, what are they always talking about? Conquest, war, and that is how they think, and that's how they, they appreciate the world. And we haven't appreciated again being amongst a warlike species at all. They're always under warlike conditions. Like, look, you put a dude like Trump in, you know, it, it's beautiful to me in a sense because he's. He is he's shown that this democracy is shit. It don't mean anything. Like the constitution doesn't mean anything. It is nothing to hold him accountable. The whole time, motherfucker went on the news today and, and said something that's <laughs> helpful for his impeachment purposes. You know, like and every and what does the news do? They cover it. Why? Because he makes them what? Money. Money. And and you got you right now somewhere, some there's some educated white person who we probably going to go in court and they're going to be the judge tomorrow 
saying, hey, man, this is all, you know, we, the country has changed. You know, Trump, they were bothering him. He's supporting him. You got some hillbilly dude who ready to go to war and join the Aryan Nation to support him. You got some some Jacob Wohl or some some t- teacup. What are those dudes who had tiki cup, tiki oh, torch guy in UVA or NYU who supports him? Millions of people fuck with that, and it shows you how a lot of my coworkers support so, him. Yeah, like look, they're willing. Whiteness is willing to prop up any. Thing. People are taking L's to support him. They're losing their livelihoods to support him. I'm like, dog. Yeah. So I mean, that's America. But fuck we be fucking. I love it. They they like it. We we love it. We right. should love it. You know. We should embrace that shit. I do too. All right. So we be right back. Literature is like I wrote it in silver And you're on the podium with speech of rhodium You bitch like a leech on my scrotum Ho tried to kill the dick, strangled him and choked him After she was done I looked down at my penis Like she really ain't mean it Nigga I'm anemic with the ink You a Stevie Wonder blink I take a piss in the same sink You wash dishes with you're illiterate, you're best quick soft I put the biscuit, then you dip like cocktail sauce I eat so many shrimp, I got iodine poison How's on my dick, cause I look like Roy Orbison Got a foursome with four fours and I called it a twelve One was chubby, one was ugly Whack as hell This can't be real, I'm in a dream I don't have skin, I just shine They can't contain me, I'm free it feels like losing your mind Psycho, crazy, deranged Spitting on tracks like oncoming train Boko laid down like tower of burning flame Sipping gasoline made of cold canteen Stone Temple pilot crashed into the wall While listening to Wu-Tang and rubbing on his balls Off them bars of football, thoughts playing foosball NBIP sleep with shades on the food yard so bitch, push that shit open like the land they need first Let me stick my finger in it, what it smelled like first If it smelled like syrup, you gon' get this work But if it smelled like perch, gotta disperse I'm a pervert wearing sherbet, tell your baby mama Turn her as a younger mama, shut her hand, cut me to the furnace This can't be real, I'm in a dream I don't have skin, I just shine They can't contain me, I'm free it feels like losing your mind We're gonna take it back, man. It's no, like we, we, if you if you guys haven't noticed, we really don't care about Trump or impeachment. You know, it's like Malcolm said, you know, when you've been off the plantation and you a field negro, you just hoping for a strong win and you know, during the fire. So we just hoping that for strong wins and for people to be innovative and community building and redefine what community is and what they're doing and, and, and do it and innovate and, and learn and, and have perspective and narrative and be free. So it's really, you know, this whole Trump thing is whatever to us, impeachment thing. So 
we're gonna take it totally to the to the left and talk about what's the jazz you in here you listen to all the new music we don't got your your uh your nemesis here stone <laughs> what, what's what's the music scene right now in, in new york new york music because i know you listen to what you listen to right now st john um no i'm listening to a lot of tame impala actually Oh cool. yeah, I'm in Tame Impala world. That's me. Um, he's just <laughs> <laughs> we could play some just cool vibes. You, you cool like vibes. It. I yeah, like vibes. I like I, I like, like music. You I like to stay, get on my red, red. Yeah, on my moped and, <laughs> and play just some play tame. Tame, 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 tame. What is it again? Tame Impala. All right, Tame Impala. I gotta what? get that. Uh, what you call it? Cover this. Yeah, song. Uh, Rihanna. Yeah. Did okay. the same old mistakes, but that's him. All right, I'm, I'm gonna look that up. After. But he, he's a he's a cool dude. But you know, if some pop smoke comes on, I'm with it. You okay. like the pop smoke? Vibe? Cool. Give me give me four drill artists right now that's popping. I can't give you four. Oh, no, man. I could I could. I'm gonna go talk to Mark. But you know what's but you know what the pop smoke Mark on on that heart? Yeah, the pop what's smoke. What's that? Fa- Fabiano, Faith, Fa- some Fabiano. That? That's a new group. It's a dude. It's a cat. One cat. Um, but here's the thing. I was interesting about the New York. Cause, wait, the thing about the, the New York drill shit, you gotta really be in the hood to to get to get real. that shit. Like I'm not in high so school. So how does Stone? Yeah, Stone knows. Well, Stone is in school, school and with, he goes to yeah yeah. yeah so if somebody's playing it, like because these kids are super local until yeah. you know, pop smoke pop smoke been rapping yeah. Um, Stone said he don't even like all the stuff that everybody like. He likes he would play for me other stuff mm-hmm. apparently. So um, like when you if you from like Red Hook, there's dudes in Red Hook that yeah, are yeah. hot and I kind of like that. But I, what was probably that's a throwback to the old days. But what's problematic? Is, but they all got beef with each other. other. Yes. It's still a throwback yeah, now to the here old we days. go. Here's what's the problem. What's problematic about it though is that they all end up beef, giving you a fucking their call. Their beef back at yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> that's like the said, They go. I end up getting a call on this from the feds of the state. For gang investigations because look what's happening and you they know what Mark said this Mark said this one night when me him and Ty was chilling he's like none of them really blow mm-hmm. until they catch a body or, yeah. someone or a case or until they rhyme about it or talk about it and get a case think about it uh, the la- all the popular most popular young cats all of them got jammed up mm-hmm. they, they all got jammed they up they think it's cool they all got jammed up so it's like you know it's more than thinking it's cool the white people with money paying them yeah, to do true. that. That's that's the outlet to, to it. I read a book. I got it in storage. I'm going to find it and bring it in. But it described the music industry as being started as a place to place war generals after the war, after World War. So if we look at it from that perspective, it makes sense. Yeah, I It mean, sounds silly, but it makes sense. I think it makes sense in the sense that, yo, niggas is making kill, kill nigga music. So, I, think, I think that the kids are... I think the people kids, take it to the bank. Well, I think the kids are the kids are angry, yeah. and I think that that that's the, a reflection the, the, of the music is a reflection of something that's happening socially. And I'm not mad. I'm not mad at them being angry. Are you, I, are you laughing at Jeff? Nah, because Keith hit it the the nail on the head at the first mentoring session because the dude was like, "Yo, I'm not, I I'm not putting it. you on blast, dude. If you listen to this, but he like, I heard, Yo, I heard about this. The guy. music is crazy. The music is crazy. And then he was like, "Little John." And yeah. Like, what? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but then yeah, he's saying little John. He was he was saying that like the new music is like it's not music. You can't even really get into it. But But then he he referenced little John. We was like little John is not little John is old school at this point, right? Definitely. But the but the bigger point was that like you know what what I I think the the point I made is that like if you listen to 
some of James Brown's early cuts. If you listen to other tunes, right, like there, there's a lot of like non-verbal music that has mm. always existed. Utterances. Oh, yeah, yeah. There, there have been utterances, right, that we've just kind of appreciated as art, as music. Yeah. And so what I'm, I say that to say that these kids, what they're doing now, it's not for me because I don't have their type of anger. Mm-hmm. But I do understand like when you've been when you when you feel like there's a generation before you that didn't do shit for you, that didn't set you up for success, when you feel like white people don't care about you, black people don't care about you unless they can make money off of you, when you feel like the education system is failing you and you don't see a way out, I understand that level of frustration and you and you pointing a gun at everybody around you until you can rise. I understand that I understand that mentality. I don't agree with it, but I do think that that's our hard work. Our hard work is making those connections, having those conversations. And so, you know, that's why in my space, like I don't I, I build with these people. I try to get them record deals if it's feasible, but it's not it. it but in a way where I'm, I'm able to to kind of like impart something else to them, sure. because I feel like. Um, that's the, the, I have that resentment yeah, yeah. to my OGs, right? Yeah. I had that resentment. I was gonna say that's happened to every generation. I was gonna, yeah, that's my point, right? Is that I feel like most of the mistakes that I made, you know, coming up, were because I didn't I didn't have people that were looking out for me. I had brothers who were competing with me, as opposed to like, yo, yo, young homie, let me show you, let me show you how to practice, mm-hmm. you know, on your own. Let me show you how to, you know, like let me show you some things. And so I have a certain level of um, compassion for these kids um, that I see, even if I don't necessarily mess with the music all the way. I, so. I, I have a tremendous amount of perspective and compassion and understanding, but that doesn't go, it's not, it's not as clear cut all the time. It depends on the scenario and the situation. And for me, I often see these young men on the, on the side that gives them credibility for the music side, which is the criminal side. And what I'm seeing is that there's a whole lot of young people. There's a trend. Yeah, it's a trend. It's it's a trend. And a lot of them have suppressed their brilliance and their critical thinking. And this music thing in this capitalism world for them, in this white supremacist world for them, is opportunity. And it's it's a place to be seen. It's a place to be heard. It's a place unfortunately that allows them to get next to whiteness and they're getting the short end of the stick because from where they're coming from the community isn't intact so when they get in a position of power or what is perceived power to for them to maintain that power they can't rely on the community anymore they can only use what the community represents they have to rely on these white companies and these aggregators and these white lawyers and these white managers and these white branding companies and publicists and this and that and that and that and that and it becomes a minstrel show and there is no one there schooling them and unless they're open to that there's some young cats like young bleezy hits me i talk to him a lot um that's a that's a rapper yeah he's a rapper from brown he's dope too um he got a new video out too i like bleezy um Sound team maybe but yeah, these guys, they don't have, there's no, mer- there's no nurturing or mentoring process for them. I mean, but look, look at the reality of how lucky somebody like Young Bleezy is. To be has able he, has to, he popped? No, it doesn't matter if he's popped or not. To be able to reach out to you 
Can you imagine all the people that could benefit from you, but they have no access to you? Yeah, you know, that's the sad reality. You know, it's like you said that I was chilling with Barnabas, and it was just me and him after we left mentoring, and he was like, um, he was like something he's always admired about me is my access to dogs, Keith, you, Mally, you. Like he's like he, he's like I met you, you were like seventeen, skinny. Thank you for the jab, um, <laughs> skinny dude. But you you have all this access and wealth around you. And he's like, I didn't have that shit. Like, I, and I'm just getting it, and I'm so grateful. That shit so, is amazing. Like, it's it's the luck. Yeah. And, and I hate to use the word luck, because, like, what is luck? But, but then it's like, what do you is, do? It, it's, luck is real. I, think yeah. I, think it's, I think it's luck, but it's also alignment. I think that you... I, I, do, I do believe in the laws of attraction in the sense that yeah. you absolutely have to... Like, the, you put the wrong person in this environment... And they're gonna, it's there's gonna be a, it's gonna be a repellent, and they're not gonna, they're not gonna stay here like your man Dunlap, right? Like the idea, the, <laughs> the idea, the, but the idea is that like people who Minus. are supposed to be around each other will be around each other because that's what it is. It's not my and people man who either, aren't, so it's gonna be hot. <laughs> but people who aren't supposed to be around each other won't be around each other, and I think that. Um, there's a reality to that, but I do think that there needs to be effort, right? Because we're in a peer group in this room. We're in a peer group, so it's easy. We fuck with each other heavy, so that's what it is. But, but for kids, people coming up underneath us, we may, we it takes work to say, you know what? I'm coming out of my comfort zone because this person or these people, this group of people, they need it, and to some degree, we need it. Because if we're not, if we're not, if not, if we're not reaching back, having conversations. And each one teaching each one. What are we doing? Yo, but real talk. I love. I like. I love music. I grew up on this music. I grew up on a culture. I understand it in ways that even my my peers sometimes in the courtroom and the judges don't get it. But yo, think about it. Like yo, the dopest artist right now is dope because his content is saying fuck niggas. True. Kill this nigga. I get the chopper to that block. Oh, but look, what I'm saying. But they that think about it. Like that is in. These young people's heads. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. in our heads. We had to live in life and gain perspective to understand that was off. But think about a society where it's self-hate is commodified. Yeah. So when self-hate is commodified, I'm fucking with them niggas. It's a, that's that word, yo, fuck them niggas. If I had a, a fuck this nigga meter, yo, that shit is reverberating. <laughs> that shit is in the that red. Shit, <laughs> that shit is in the red. <laughs> Yo, you know how many people right now? Yo, man, fuck this nigga. Fuck this bitch. Like, so, so that's... You got Mark saying, I don't know who the top five Drew rappers are. So that means that shit is... It's, it's Wild Wild West. It's, wild, yeah. it's the Wild nah, Wild nah, West. It's Wild Wild West because somebody's hot every two, three weeks. But I will say this, though. Like, I'm excited about this current season because you actually have to... You actually do have to put in some work. Right, like you actually gotta be, you gotta be somewhat decent, and you gotta be putting in work because no one's giving it to you because it's so competitive. This like this local New York, this local yeah. New York music scene. That's dope. I, from the outside looking in, wish that there was more control in the sense of like, uh, no matter who makes the music, you're still gonna have to go back to the big house. Ah, that sounds like some government shit, bro. Like, it's a free market. Right, and is I think it, is I, it really a free it, market? If you choose, it, it's that point where you have right. artists who's like, "Yo, you have the choice to either 
to not fuck with the big house or you right. Like, here's the problem. It's easier. Here, but here's, this right. is this is uh, how can I say this? I I can't get it out. But wait, I want to make a point from y'all. Gen- like the energy of mm-hmm. y'all time, y'all energy dudes is wearing army fatigue. Part of it. What was set a period of it was yeah. Well, from it. what I know, mm-hmm. and call Kenny and y'all the, the Jakes and it's it's mm-hmm. informative of that time. Like listening to it, going well, to shows. Well, it. Here's what it, I think it happened, Jazz. Our shit was coming in on the heels of the 70s and mm-hmm. the 80s, which was people still had a clear understanding of what whiteness had done to us. And they, and these artists, particular artists, took it and they ran with it. Whether it was um, out Dungeon Family, whether it was uh, Wu-Tang, Boot Camp, uh, N.W.A., like, so everybody you, perceived... You what you G- just said, too? If we, if we like, um, group... It's like card sorting and a product thing. Mm-hmm. If we group all those, they were all groups. There are yeah, no groups. groups. Yeah, there's definitely no there's one no groups. Collective. In there. There's no collective. But I'm saying, but it, I can name the individual. But I, what I guess what I'm trying to get out is that th- there was some awareness of what white supremacy was doing to us. Mm-hmm. And brotherhood. Yes. And, and community. What happened, though, is through that time, capitalism, crack, all this craziness, mass incarceration happened. Just like um, you said, a crack. Not to jump in, but you don't piss that out your system. We have crack babies making babies, which probably have crack in their system, which in turn makes them violent, impulsive. Yeah, but I don't know about that. I, I think, I think, I think it's yeah. I don't. Know. That's the generation. I, I don't think that's the issue. For me, I don't think that's the issue. But when I, I get the point you make, because we didn't hold on. To, no, we didn't hold on. We didn't preserve our culture. The thing we you know what I'm saying? We didn't yeah. preserve what we created, and we we gave it. We we allowed it. To, like Rudy said, we took it into the big and, house. And here's, and here's the thing: we don't we don't teach our children. We don't educate our children. Mm-hmm. So our children, they have no awareness. So the young cats coming up today, they ain't some of them unless they expose to certain things, they're not gonna tell you or they're not gonna have perspective on what's really going on because this shit has turned into every man for himself. Well, I will say this too: I think that what it takes to experience music informs how we enjoy it and how it how it's consumed and what i mean by that is i remember being like a, i think like a sophomore or a junior in college and dmx had a sh- this is when he was first starting to pop dmx had a show in the bronx i was not driving so i was taking the train so i took the train from brooklyn met some some people that i was cool with in uptown in harlem and then we went on the train to the bronx and to see DMX at like midnight at a little oh, hole in the at a little hole in the wall club. But what? It, but but the idea what right was is that I did all. I was so vested in that experience, right, that I was going to make it work. And the same thing when it comes to like how we enjoy music now, right? When you had to, when you had to keep a record clean, it was intimate, and you had to write, right, and you had that that process of getting to something is absolutely as important as actually getting the thing. Mm-hmm. And so in this day and age where, you know, everything seems like you can skip processes, right? Enjoying it is kind of like, we're kinda, we're like, that's why suicide rates are up because people are not enjoying anything because they're skipping processes to get there. And so when we think, when I think about music and I think about what's happening now with these kids is the kids before, there was a time, there was, there was a, a window of time where if you got viral, if you did something viral, you could you basically got popular and were able to like put you know move forward, right? Mm-hmm. But 
when I see these kids in Brooklyn, they have to be at least reasonably tough to be in some of these spaces to be the artist to do this drill music shit, right? And so when I see them, they have to be reasonably tough. They have to go through some type of rites of passage. And I'm not really with the gang shit, but if you gotta get jumped in in order for you to in order for you to claim a claim that gang or whatever, then cool, right? And I think that that's the I difference. That's the difference between like you know I, I don't know what Lil Wayne did to be to to claim blood when he's a millionaire, Kiss right? His baby. No, but I'm just saying, like the the idea of having to go through some rites of passage uh-huh. in order to have in order to have your your crew means something. Yeah, then yeah. Blow, then you know something. what? Then you know what? Blow all that shit up. Blow it all up, man. <laughs> no, seriously, blow it all up. Uh-huh. Because if you're telling me that 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 shit is dysfunctional currency, if we're gonna get to the point where we're we're nor we're okay with dysfunctional currency, I'm thinking yo, it's this okay. shit. This shit gonna go crazy. Like we ain't even get to. It's, it's gonna get crazy. No, this it's, shit. We're in it, but I think we. The shit about to get bananas. <laughs> like it's gonna. Crazy, like crazy. yo, it's gonna get crazy, crazy. No, nah, but, think, we, but we, th- we, think about it. Think, and then we on our way there. But think about it. Like think about it. Like when we were growing up, right? What it took for you to call somebody your friend is different. Like I would have this conversation with my daughter all the time. Like my oldest daughter all the time. Like, yo, that's not your friend. That's not your friend. You met them on social media. You met them on Snapchat or Instagram or whatever. That's not your friend. Mm-hmm. You ain't never been jumped with them. You ain't never had to like. Give them you, money. You, you ain't like, never like money. y'all never been through anything. So that's not your friend. So when I say rights of passage, that's what I'm talking about. Like in terms of like how 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 like I'm in the trenches. I'm going through some shit, and I look around the people that's with me when I'm going through the shit. Those are my people. Right, mm-hmm. and I think that um, we're experiencing something like that now in this music in this music scene because there's not necessarily groups, but when I see when I see like young collectives like High Bridge, you know, a bunch of young guys who doing you know, it. who are doing it like TDE. When I see things like that, it makes it 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 it, it, it makes me hopeful mm-hmm. that we'll continue to value each other, but also make sure. That we hold each other accountable for process. I'm hoping that these young people in the hood get get as much information from wherever they get it from, and they build and they say fuck all this shit. We want to create something. That's else. the dream. That's uh, this shit. This shit is not. This shit is only leading to to more negative shit. And the more negative blackness becomes, the more white supremacy stays in charge and benefits. And, and commodifies it. And you always gonna have black agents. All right, I'm getting away from fucking Felipe. Whatever, let me be out. It's cool. Play some drill music, right? Drill, drill. If I want it, I'ma grab it. If I want it, I'ma have it. Christian Dior, Christian Dior. I'm up in all the stores. I make a call. I make a call and swore. Nigga, you can check the score. We up on the board. And we all living lavish. If I want it, I'ma have it. I make a call. I make a call and swore. Nigga, you can check the score. We up on the board. And we all living lavish. If I want it, I'ma have it. 
my niggas with it Money flow running through them digits I know niggas mad that we did it Say it, we live it Morals will never forget it I ever get booked, I'm a cricket Get it and flip it Handy right here, I'ma sip it You try me a shot, see a biscuit 24 hip it I'ma just 24 hip it Cause bro said don't ever forget it Gang with me Anywhere I pop, I know the thing with me Every nigga here with me, gon' bang with me Trail like and bro going insane with me Body dropping that shit ain't the thing to me Smoking daddies, I'm rolling up lame niggas Couple niggas here with me, then change niggas Clean the mission, we leaving remains niggas Shirley Bennett ain't playing no fuck all this fame nigga You would get flame nigga Don't you front, I got aim nigga I saw homies that fuck on my brain nigga I be feeling like going insane nigga I just got me a check, now my chain bigger You gon' die for the stain nigga When you sent me the idea, I came nigga Only me and my main niggas You ain't ready for static, don't play nigga We can hit you today nigga If you making it bad, better lay nigga There ain't too much to say nigga I make a call I make a call and swore Nigga, you can check the score We up on the board and we all living lavish If I want it, I'ma have it I make a call I make a call and swore Nigga, you can check the score We up on the board And we all living lavish If I want it, I'ma have it I got 30 shots for any nigga who want it Me and TJ, we be hunting I don't talk much cause niggas know how we coming Niggas know who I be dumping Gluck not, dumping Run Ricky, run it Blue face, hundreds Know I'm the bill collector Pull up what's cracking, go get the blasted Talk out my name and we wildin' out All the ops in the split, ash it Puff, puff, ain't no passing You gon' end up in the casket Cause niggas know what we into I get the drillin', I'm sitting, I'm killin' I'm sitting if I get the feeling I call Trav War, bet he clap tools Sit Remy like he Pebble Have him stand still like a statue Have him in there like a tattoo If I run down, he'll go on a Headshot, no warning It's a mid down when it's pouring Gangsman early morning I don't get mad, I get money What you looking at, little dummy? I start bucking teeth like I'm bunny And I back the rave off for none I make a call I make a call and swore Nigga, you can check the score We up on the board and we all living lavish If I want it, I'ma have it I make a call I make a call and swore Nigga, you can check the score We up on the board And we all living lavish If I want it, I'ma have it Shout out to Mark Madman Mark Alright, we back So that, that was Pop Smoke That was a great song And, I, and, I, and I'm be Yo, <laughs> so well, all I want to say is sometimes we got to be careful as also as parents and mentors in our community that sometimes we offer our children up as sacrifices for the very same oppression that we've been normalized to. Ooh. That, okay. that shit happens. Well, so give me, get, explain it. You got to be careful on what you expose your kids to, what you, what, what the, makes the conversations you have with your kids, the things that you make your kids think is okay. Yeah. The, 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 you know, their perspective, what are you showing them? Um, what do you you know all those things is, is very important because if the, you're not careful you're going to set your kid up for the next yeah the that's, next that's interesting because I had a I had a conversation with my nephew uh, TC he, oh. he started um, college right college he started um, Morehouse and he he was completely schooling me to the New York drill like, I didn't even know there's a New York drill scene that's how much I'm I'm like the New York drill scene is popular. Yeah, I know because yeah. I do federal work. Right, right, right. So, <laughs> but what's funny? You hear this stuff on the wire. Yeah. I'm so, so I'm like, yo, but he he's literally like rattling off name after name, and I'm like, am I that out of touch? I I've, I've never heard of. And that you know what they? Ever. And you know yes. what they? No, 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 you, no, 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 you know what they're rapping exactly. about? You know what they're rapping exactly. about? Remember when Fifty Cent made the Quran and everybody was up in arms and he talking about real shit? 
Maybe Quran. The whatever the Bible, the the Queen's whatever the song yeah. when he was naming names, right, right, situations, like, right, and things rob. that happened, okay. like real shit that happened. Yeah. How to rob? Street? No, oh, it was no. the, the song. Album. It was yeah. called the Ghetto Quran. Ghetto Quran. Yeah, yeah. When he was talking about real shit that happened. Now, that's the norm. Yeah, that's the regular. Yeah. And what's happening? They getting indicted. Yeah. And when they, they get indicted, what's happening? They telling some of them. They're getting Rico charged. And they Yo, it's so crazy to me that snitching is okay. It's like and, and it's always been okay though. Yeah, it's always don't been okay. Let, can't, don't make yeah. that. Yeah. I'm sorry, I think I'm dog, you're right. Dogs, dogs made the point. Dogs. The biggest goons, the the definition of gangster, like we take words and make it something nice. The definition of gangster is very selfish, very ignorant, very violent. Nah, but but dogs made the point the other day when I was like, man, that's crazy how like the world is going to be very accepting of six nine. He was like. Outpost running around here like without a bodyguard and without like this snitches all Nikki Barnes yeah. uh, six nine come out with a banger. Listen, he's going <laughs> because you know why? You know who listen to him? His music get white people and Jade and their music and Jet and their music is 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 it's normalized. My coworkers. Yeah, they don't. I said to Kennedy, I was like, "Yo, stop playing that song." She was like, "What? It's a bop. I don't care." No, they don't care. She's like, I'm not in the streets. I wish that would transfer over to everything, though. Like, yo, I don't care about this person. I don't care what Jay-Z's doing or this person's doing. I just like his music. I like her music. And then we stop there. But that's not... That's a deeper discussion that we're not ready That most people aren't ready for. Because that's how I feel about most of these artists. I just like your music. Don't care about I'm I'm looking forward to Danny Brown album tomorrow, actually. I like the... That's coming out tomorrow. Nah, I want to hear this Jesus is King, boy. Nah, I want to hear that too. Yandi, I'm joking. Oh. I'm joking. Oh. Yandi, Kanye, 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 Sunday no, sermon. fuck that. No, Sunday no, sermon. I don't. Sunday I don't, sermon. No. That shit. Uh, you know what that shit remind me of? It shit remind me of the, the jerk. Remember when they was, <laughs> remember when the movie in the jerk and they was doing oh, the handball handball on yeah, the porch yeah, yeah, and the all white. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Y
movements and they oh, are they, and pop culture and they're all so day. they're so tethered mm-hmm. to each other mm-hmm. that you can you can almost not tell them apart mm-hmm. and that's why you see like when I see like Kanye, when I see Justin Bieber and, and some of these other people who kind of like who align themselves with these deep seated evangelical movements, white supremacy, pop culture, it all makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's all consistent yeah. with American it history. Mm-hmm. They, it, those three have always been part of American history. So it makes sense. And I mean, I'm all, entertained. It's, all, it's nothing entertainment side. Don't come from blackness, from country music to rap to all that shit. To me, Kanye is some real. Yo, I I, I don't find him interesting. I just don't find him interesting. I'm no, not he's definitely as, not as much as I don't, I don't find him interesting. <laughs> I, like I, I, I looked music. at that 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 I was joking. The I last music that. I liked song was, was the Pablo. The last album the beats, I liked. Right? The last album was Pablo. The, 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 no, the, which the one was that? Um, the church one. That orange album. Yeah, it had joints on there, but I'm so where I'm at with it in life. But I stopped. Nah, he went to five different churches. But that album, it went to five different churches. I know, but he was in Queens on Sunday. But I don't know. What'd y'all think of Greta Thunberg? I couldn't care that less, shit is, man. I, Stop it. That shit seemed mad fake. The, you stole my tears. Well, then she come over in a yacht. Who's that? Who's <laughs> Greta Thunberg? What's that? It's a little girl. That, you know what the carbon footprint of a yacht coat. is? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure, I mean, short, short, shorty is. You know, she's a, she's on she's on the spectrum. So. Oh my bad. Um, yeah. Oh, my bad. I mean, you got an asshole on the spectrum too. No, no, no. I was making fun of. You know she's on the spectrum. Yeah. Yeah, she is. Why? She, uh, on the autism spectrum, I don't know why. Oh, like you know, what? Now, what she was like trying to like cry and couldn't get her words out. No, no, no. She's so she's on the autism spectrum, but 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 I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm with I'm with everything that she's talking about, and that's cool. Uh-huh. But at the same time, I'm also not with her being the kid, the save the white savior kid. I was gonna say, is that white right? girl tears? Because there's there there are there are black kids, there are indigenous people who have been young people younger than her. Who have been on the forefront of this movement for real, for real, for years, but no, when, like, but when a cute little white girl who has a compelling story gets in front of it, she, it, you know, it becomes her platform. And so my issue is not with her. My issue is with how, again, how we value what we value. Isn't that what happened with the um, Me Too movement? Like what? The, with the, all the white celebrities kind of co-opted that black woman. Um, my problem is with what she had to say is. <laughs> Her, what she had to say and the, and the appreciation she gets in the acknowledgement is almost as if it was a green light that all the black African, um, Asian lives, um, Hispanic lives that have been snuffed out by capitalism was, was all for the good. Because the only reason she got them carbons and she lives in the way she lives is because a bunch of other colored people were destroyed and their, their environment was destroyed. Mm-hmm. So now all of a sudden... Her fear is that she's not going to be able to enjoy life the late way she wants. Yo, go to Michigan. Go to Flint. Go to go to go to go to um uh the, the, the Africa. See what's going on. Go into some of these South Asia. And her quote, she says, "You've destroyed my future." Dot dot dot. And I'm one of the lucky ones. That's kind of her. Yeah, you know what? This is what I need you to do. Go for <laughs> who, 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 who? Why are you lucky? Who, You're who? lucky because those people were destroyed. What's her story? She was she was sexually harassed. Nah, oh. no. She's, she's just talking about. You talking about brother? No. Oh, I thought you were talking about the, the founder movement? of the Me Too movement. 
The no, real, I was just saying the real way, founders. Like, they should correct that. The real founders, founder, she wild. wasn't really like at the so. at the front. People don't know who she is. That's super wild. Oh, I was gonna say who um who, Yo, who did something. <laughs> Cassie's only like drink champs right now. It's kind of crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, shit. Yeah, the so uh, Patriots owner because he Kraft. Yeah, he did it. Fuck him too. Forty dollars. We gonna talk about our uh, uh, we talk uh, about our NFL meme. NFL, the NFL. We talk about our NFL meme. Nah, y'all did that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We can talk about the NFL. It's like it never happened. <laughs> oh nah, I mean, yeah. what's it called? Hit me though today. It was you got hit. Yeah, you hit me today. Right. Look, like, if they help, shout they, out to our guy, yo, that's yeah, my yeah. dude. I ain't nah, get to go to the man, but that's yeah. my dude right nah, there. That's our man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we, you know, look, if, big if, Meech. If Meech is our man, Larry who? I, I, I don't. I, I'll Freedom. be very clear. I don't think it. I don't. Just like the Freedom. NFL is very clear what they about. I'm very clear on what I'm about and what we about. And unless they helping people who we know who got their boots to the ground, I could care less. You know, yeah. So, 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 so if anybody was one, yeah, we got called in. Well, there was a meeting. Meet set up a meeting between us and the NFL to discuss some things, and it was uh, it was interesting. To say the least. <laughs> it was interesting to say the least. And Meach followed up just just. Uh, this That's morning. our guy, man. But, That's know, my man. Though. We we've been doing what we're doing. We gonna keep doing what we're doing. We don't need a corporation yeah. to do what we're doing. We don't need anyone's money to continue to do what we're doing. Either. Any young people in Red Hook? Yeah, we're, yeah, and there's an application process. If you are in Red Hook NYCHA, you will be uh, in our program for free on Tuesdays and Thursdays from 4.30 to 6. 3 30. 3 30. 3 30 to 5 30. I thought they said 4.30 to 5.30. 3.30, 5.30. All right, 3.30 to 5.30. Um, 12 to 15. 12 to 15 years of age. We still have our Brooklyn Combine program in Brownsville and in our office in Crown Heights. Um, so, you know, whatever. Um, I guess we was going to get into relationships, but I think we should not talk about relationships until we get at least some sort of female representation. Yeah, we shouldn't talk about relationships until my wife's talking to me again. (laughs) Nah, I'm just kidding. Yeah, mine too. I'm just joking. She spoke to me this afternoon. My wife only speaks to me. (laughs) But she wasn't speaking to you. My my wife only speaks to me in corporate terms. So, Kenneth, do you have bandwidth yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to pay this bill? Can you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I really hate corporate jargon. Yeah, I hate yes. that shit. No, I'm, I'm a bandwidth synergy. Um, now the worst to me is it are all acronyms. Oh yeah, acronyms. Acronyms are fucking the worst. You no, know I don't have them as much now, but definitely. Um, Acronyms get tossed around. You, it's, you're so desensitized. I'm gonna tell you though, it's nothing Great. like being loved by a woman who's into you and loves you. Right? Oh That's man, very important. Like and if as a single that, guy, oh wow. Oh, older so single guy, yes, I must agree. So you get love from multiple yeah, man, women. Enjoy that, man. Yeah, but it, nah, it ain't the same as one woman really checking for you. Yeah, like, especially when you get hurt, and it's like, oh shit. Yeah, it's tough for a man. It's it's tough for a man. To get hurt by a woman and uh, really gain the perspective that you need to keep it moving and not let that cloud going forward. Mm-hmm. And I think it's rough for a woman too, but we're going to chill on that relationship shit until we get a female presence in. Equality. We need female. Yeah, we, need, we don't, we don't want to misrepresent, yeah, like that, misrep- uh, misrepresentations of, of it all, but you Equality. know. Comrade loves the ladies. I was no, gonna say, what, what, what do we say in uh, reflection? Yeah, we don't even we have love the ladies. ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, we don't even have the parties no more, yeah, man. We, we can't have no. soon come, soon come. We got this conversation when we bring Nima. We should do it. Oh, no. Then we could. Nima might make it hot for a lot of us, man. Like, Nima is... Chill, Nima. Nah, you know what it is? Shout out to Nima. The Nima, Nima's generation is different from the generation of our women. From the bad bitch Instagram woman? Yeah. And I think the 30, 40-year-old woman, too. She's trying to be a bad bitch. That's the problem. Yeah. Mm. That's the problem. <laughs> she thinks she's twenty two. Yeah, that's the problem. She she's trying to define herself. Actually, we're not even supposed to talk about that. Nah, but I'm saying, but look, that's the problem. She's beautiful though. She's beautiful. She's but you know what I yo, here's what I, I'm gonna say. I think America has made black men perpetually immature. And at the same time, it's made black women perpetually insecure. Mm. Even with their Brilliance, their beauty, accolades. their intelligence, their accolades, their degrees, their jobs. There's something about being a black woman in this American experience where it really, um, it, it really uh, hammers on their insecurities. I know why. Yeah. That devil of a white woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's not. Nah, a lot of it has to do with that. For right. real, it does. But yeah. it also how 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 and i say program that's not the right word program condition. conditioned to treat their men and how the men are conditioned to treat our women yeah i want to i wonder if that brother the the brother if he hugs black women like that oh, oh the brother he looked like he was trying to get up with her. Actually, I was just playing. i don't know why. Yo, you owe me this all i know is i'm gonna write you girl all i know if one of y'all do that <laughs> To my killer, yo, dog, it's not lights out, baby. Yeah, it's not crazy. up for discussion. We're not gonna discuss this you know online because there should be no evidence. All right, no, all right. Uncle Rudy is, is our shooter, guys. I'm a nice guy. I'm a Andy, I'm a, just a dad. Andy? I don't do nothing. <laughs> I'm a good guy. I don't do and nothing. You, I'm gonna shape up the, the, the yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna get a haircut ever again. What do you mean? What you got mean? the grays coming through. That's I'm letting it all just go where it goes. If it goes back here and grows out, fuck it. That's what where it's at. You Nima like asked him one day, what happened to your head? My hairline. Why you cut your hair like that? Why you cut your hair like that? Nima, that's not how it is. Nature. Yeah, it's called receding hairline, dog. I was like, she rinsed me. I was like, oh, man. What can I say to that? Nothing. How do we end this podcast? Oh, uh, we, we should. Words of wisdom. No, 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 no. We got anything doing besides our mentoring program and trials and design work and. Uh, um, what, what are we at? We, we're in October. So, for those listeners interested in having a really good time, it's hmm? a wild setup. But December. Oh, our party. Party. Are we oh, gonna man. have? We, yeah, it's about to be on this year because. Uh, yeah. So where are we gonna be? Gone? Where are we gonna do it? Yeah, yeah it's wrapped up. Botanical Gardens is my. Oh, Remember when we went to that McAllen event? Oh, yeah, that was nice. That shit was that nice. Was nice. Fuck the Botanical Gardens. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe we go. Uh, we got a spot. We got yeah, a spot. We got a good yeah, we're gonna keep yeah. it. We'll figure it out. Just keep your nice. just keep your calendars open for December whenever. And hopefully the Ladies trends that have existed the last couple years will stop in this. You know. Somebody always got punched in the face the last two years. No, 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 no that never happened. No, that's, that's not true. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, that's not true. No. It's all in love. There was yeah. a lot of hugging that's and untrue. loving. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. That's a precious yeah. moment. Yes. yes. There's yeah. a lot of beautiful women, though. Always a lot of beautiful women. Yeah, Jazz, you always like the combine parties. Well, <laughs> <laughs> right. Scott, it was good. On that note, yo, God bless and good night. Good night. night.
Nah, don't do that. That's uh, is he in shit. Bali? Yeah, he in Bali. Yeah, he in Bali hiding from Hoping me too. We gotta come up with a, with a, with a thing. KRS is looking for yo, you. Yo, come on, man. <laughs> Damn, son. Yo, 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 you. KRS one is looking for yo, me too. <laughs> yo, 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 man. Wait, what you what? saying? Really? WTF, yo. bro. She put yeah. in work, man. That's always. And no acknowledgement, man. Nah, I acknowledge her. I no her comment. Home, man. I love that woman. All no right, comment. Right, you know what? All right, man. Oh, yeah. you got, what are y'all talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> chill, chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, guys, I was at uh, Whole Foods just now, right? And uh, I went to say, excuse me, sir, to someone. Uh, and, you know, I was like, oh, she's a woman. Some, I said, excuse me, man. And it was like, yo, some of my, you know, was like, yo, you can't be, you can't say sir and ma'am anymore. Oh, come on. Get the fuck out of here. Nah, nah, you know what? I mean, about? you can't always predict what somebody's Wait, pronouns yeah. are. Yeah, how do you? Yeah, know? but you know, it's like, I, you know, man, man you look, so what do you say? Look, no, I'm gonna excuse me because no, you because, correct me because and then you, I say I'm sorry and then we move on. It's a diff, it's a different it's it's a different and I respect that I respect and understand that. But like if so, I if I saw you if I saw you with your beard, right, and your broad <laughs> shoulders, I know a woman with a beard. And I said and I said a phobia. I said excuse me, ma'am. That's the home. I said excuse me, ma'am. Or, hey guys, there she is, right? You'd be offended, right? Yeah. No. Why would you be offended? Because your, your identity Because your identity your identity is what? Wait, 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 I'm, wait, wait. I'm, hold on, hold on, I'm, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm, Rudy looks like a man. If you look like a woman, <laughs> but you identify as a man <laughs> and I and I But since ex- what is, even ex- But what if, if I say um, it was there he is, and you go. Wait, I prefer to be identified as a woman. I'm either going to refer to. I'm going to say sorry, mm-hmm. and then from there I'm going to refer to you as them. They. Here's my thing. What if you? Look no, like, they said if, they're a woman. But what if you look? Or he her But what if you look? What if you want to look like a man? And you, but but yeah, you, we gotta but you still look kind of womanly. But if you look like a woman, you look kind of manly, and you don't know. In other words, look, look, look. You you, look, 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 you look, look. No, no, no. You you got you got you got breasts. You're, but you're you got a handsome. skirt. You're and you got man. a mustache. And 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 you and you kind of you move like so, Uncle Rude. Yo, what's your name, man? <laughs> you look like look look look. Yo, yo, so look, look. I think part of it is I don't want yeah. to offend anyone. And I definitely <laughs> wanted to honor this person in whatever identity they chose. Me too. But I didn't know. But here's my, here's my problem. Yo, for bro. the podcast, no, 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 no. And he just did yo, like, yo, a, like a back and forth yo, yo, yo. grimace move. You got to edit so much. No, 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 no. We're not though. We're not. Listen, listen. Here's my thing. Now we definitely have to. No, we don't have to. Look, because look, we accept everybody. Yeah, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. You know why we? You know why we have that? Because we have a shitty world, a bad world, and everybody wants to fit in on what they think their identity should be. And it it gets to a certain point where you start taking away from the humanity. And this is slippery slope because that person wants their humanity, but you also want, want their humanity. Now, you, you know what I do. You know, I want to be respectful. That's the part that hurt me the most. So you know what you say? No, wrong. Say, look, I'm sorry. What should I call you? That's it. That's it. No, what you should do, what we really should start doing as a society is we should start walking around with, with tags. With letters. That, that, I'm identify, that identify what, what our pronouns are. Because my pronoun is not he, him, whatever. My What's pronoun is nigger. Oh, oh shit. Word? Yo, that's my nigga. That's no, yeah, my pronoun is Rudy. E-R or A? E-R-A. E-R-A. Nigga. I am Rudy. I identify as Rudy. Matter of fact, I am Saint Rudy. Saint Rudy. Saint Rudy. Yo, I just want to be a human, man. Or or just to be. I'm just B, man. Just B. 
You know what I'm saying? Because I don't, I don't nah, know. You're dogs. Note, you're dogs. We, we, we say peace to everyone. Oh, no, man. Our pronouns at the Combine are <laughs> Yo, they. We, we them niggas. Yo. Bro. No, no, no. <laughs> they. <laughs> we niggas. No. Yo, pronoun man. is love, man. That's my pronoun. Love. Yo, let's yeah, just be, man, love. And be love. fair. Our pronouns are love. Yo, be fair. Oh, you man. sound like some ass, uh, some reductive ass Diddy shit. Yo, Brother man. love. Oh, brother yeah. love. No pronoun. Fuck Diddy. Diddy. Nah, but that was a cool conversation. <laughs> so, so, on that note, <laughs> peace. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's pray. Let us pray. I'll turn on that young